Yo, AJ, there's there's 63 people waiting for the show to start. I say we don't start the show until we get 63 likes. <laughs> you think that's fair? Make them pay their way in. It's like a cover charge. What is this? Like a local punk rock show? No. <laughs> this isn't this isn't a local punk rock show? <laughs> then no. I, then I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> nice. Oh, crap. We got a lot to talk about, man. We should start the show. Do it. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. It must be one of those days. Ah, it's the best of those days. TGIF. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here. PSVR without parole. And the sir, the gentleman, the... Let's just go with the sir. I don't know why I find that so funny. The John. No, okay. I'm just going to be your prostitute for the rest Part of, of the my day. name. <laughs> it's AJ from The Underground. PSVR. <laughs> Keep it together, Brian. What is up, dude? What is up, Game Cats? I've already got the Happy giggles. Friday. Thank God it is Friday. Woo, what a week it has been. It's been a busy week for me, man. I haven't been around too much. I feel bad. I feel like I've been missing out, hanging out with my familia, the Game Gatos. Uh, but yeah, man, happy Friday. Hopefully we can send you off on the weekend with some positive energy, some good vibes, and some sweet PSVR goodness. Yeah, Herman Hull sent a message, and he was like, man, I miss AJ. And I was like, we do too. Really, so, Herman? I miss you too, bud. Yeah, he was, like, he was like, I know AJ wasn't thrilled with the beginning of my time being in charge of Sony. He's like, but hopefully I've made it up to him. Hopefully like our relationship is going to be mended and welded and smushed back together. I'm your prostitute. You, <laughs> All right, man. All right. Uh, a little bit of housekeeping. We want to make sure that uh, if you haven't already, we should join our Discord. That link is in the description below. That's where this conversation and conversations like it happen 24-7. Uh, if, if you disagree with what we're saying uh, after the show, that's a pretty good place to voice your opinion. We're always there. We're always ready to listen. Um, if you agree, even better. Um, uh, if you want to get your name on that Patreon scroll at the very bottom of the screen that scrolls by uh, constantly throughout the course of this show, uh, make sure you go over to patreon.com slash without parole games. And uh, it does get updated on the first of every month after all payments go through. So if you haven't seen your name because you joined this month, that's the reason. Also, keep in mind that this show is up on Spotify. It's also up on Apple Podcasts. It's also up on most streaming services of your choice. So if you're not the kind of person who wants to sit in front of a TV or a phone or a pad of some kind that shoots video for an hour, well, you've got some options. Go check us out over on Spotify. Great, man. You can play uh, games and listen to this podcast on, on Spotify. You can play catch and release, but the only drawback to that is you can't see my aim controller. And that's what the show is all about. That's where... So, so you're kind of missing an important part, but still, cool features. I'll show you my aim controller. It's, I, I don't know why mine's bigger than yours. <laughs> Lies. Who knows? I didn't know they came in different sizes. <laughs> you have you have the aim mini, the deluxe model, man. <laughs> the aim mini. You can go. You can suck it. Oh actually. man! Actually, I, I had that. Um, I had that. The the you know I've got a PS One now, and and I've got the PS One Classic, and I was playing Metal Gear Solid, and I was fighting Psycho Mantis, and I and you know you can take the controller port from port one and plug it into 
port two, mm-hmm. and it and it disables his like telekinesis or so, something like that. And I and I was playing on the mini, and I actually had swapped it on the real PlayStation, and I was like, why is it not working? <laughs> they look so, they, that's so cool, man. It's it's awesome having two PlayStations. Just there's a house riddled with PlayStations everywhere. It's like a PlayStation graveyard. It's I love it. Wow. Where PlayStations go to die, AJ's house. <laughs> we got a couple tips to take care of. We got Emily Baxter, hashtag the game kitten with the $2 tip says once GT7 and GTA 5 dates uh, March. I say PSVR, I said PSVR 2 launch. Oh, okay, so M- Emily was with us from, from the get go. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, thank you very much for your support. Also, Blue Jew, the luckiest game cat. Oh. Well, well, some well, we need lucky. to we need to know why you're so goddamn lucky, at Blue Jew. With the six dollar tip says, just want to say props to AJ for six K. That rhymed. Oh shit! Well deserved. Oh, Congrats. Yeah, so you it's amazing. 6K, huh? Yeah, it's like you stop posting videos and then your channel grows twice as fast. Maybe you should take a note. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I've just been really busy, man. And uh, yeah, real life sucks sometimes. Uh, but that's why I have you guys and PSVR to escape all that nonsense. Thank you so much for all the support, guys. I wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for the cats. They are the reason. I mean, I'm a game cat, too, of course. But, um, yeah, man. Awesome new milestone. Now all I need is 660,000 more, and then the ritual will be complete. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, you know, based on the trajectory of Without Parole, that should only take another 32 years. <laughs> <laughs> do this we're in it for the long haul uh we super cool video bro in the chat with the ten dollar tip hasn't changed his game cat name just pointing that Let's out, it out yet. i had the same reaction to gta as your tweet with ioi developing a new 007 game would you rather see that come to ngvr and not see a hitman remaster for the new headset or get a remaster and not 007 boy i like that you're derailing us right from the get-go man i love this already AJ, I've got a thought on this, but uh, but but, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, oof. Um, well, I think that Hitman to me is the best James Bond game I've played in a long time. So honestly, either way kind of works for me. Like, I really want to experience Hitman again with the with the orbs. I know I'm a sick and twisted individual, but I really want to like feel it when i strangle somebody i want to reach out mm-hmm. and like really choke them and the haptics kick in and it's like Ugh! and yeah i mean um <clears throat> sorry yeah uh i i'd probably oh shit man I, i'll probably go hit man just because i know it's really good but i hope they both i i actually think they'll both happen i think they'll both happen too and honestly uh i mean i don't know i mean i'd rather get hit man just because it's technically three games if i had to make a decision but honestly what it seems like people are doing and what people have done for a long time now uh, is use the old games in order to learn the new hardware you know when saw naughty dog port the last of us two, uh, the last of us one over to uh, playstation 4 it was them kind of coming to you know coming to grips with the playstation 4 hardware and like learning how to uh, develop the last of us 2 basically on new hardware so um so I, I would say that they were gonna, they're going to use the Hitman trilogy in order to kind of come to terms and come to grips with learning how to develop for NGVR most effectively, and then kind of kill it with 007. That would be my guess. Uh, we get Dave Station VR with a two dollar tip. What's up, Dave? Uh, always good to see you in the chat. He says, "Mr. Six K in the building." Glad you could join us, brother Dave. MST Six K. In the building we also got donatello the scientist game cat with a 20 dollars tip this is the first time i've ever read by the way one of donatello's tips 
when he sent it instead of being like three hours later. Um, $20 tip, he writes, hashtag hire AJ. How? Consider joining Without Parole Patreon for a dollar a month or $12 a year is all it takes. These boys work hard for us and deserve our support. This goes for everyone, even the ones that sit back and don't say a goddamn thing. Um, thank you very much, Donatello. I, I, your support is endless, and I love it. Um, yeah, we, you know, we don't get we don't get crazy about the Patreon stuff. We we kind of say it and then we let it go. Um, but man, if, if you're if you're hanging out and you get a dollar to spare, Patreon.com/slash/WithoutParoleGames, um, it'll go much further than you think it does. Uh, Jamie out with a two dollar tip says Brian said the only good thing about INFP. I'm gonna think he says Farpoint. Farpoint. Uh, thing. Oh, the only good thing in Farpoint. Are the spiders? Jay Meow always like he'll like DM me yeah. something, some take that you have. He'll he'll be like, and he did that one time, he'll be, and he he messaged me. He says he said Brian. He like tattles on you. It's so funny, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I love it, Jay Meow. It, it, and I say things in voice chat on our, on our Discord just to get him riled up. <laughs> he talks about how great Farpoint is. I was like, yeah, the only th- good thing about Farpoint and spiders. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's a legit uh, something I, I said, uh, even if it's not true. Man, dude. Okay, dude. We've, we're talking about all these people that we love, you know, the Patreon supporters and, and all the people in the chat right now hanging out with us, having a good time, hopefully. Uh, but there's a group of people that we need to thank because it's Friday. And who are those people, AJ? That is correct. We would like to thank those who support us in another way and change your name to something Game Cat, something Game Cat related, or something Game Cat adjacent as you and something Game Cat Jason would like to say. And this week, we have two new Game Cats to welcome to the Game Cat Dojo. Starting with Double Live Gonzo, the Game Cat Scratch Fever. Double, <laughs> meow, double meow, Live meow. Gonzo, yeah, the Game Cat for a while. Scratch Fever. It's just yeah. a lot to remember. It's like it's hard to it's, it's hard to be like, oh yeah. But if, of course, if I can remember PSN Harry Fella Scott Jesco PSN Harry Fella Game Cat for Life or whatever the hell that is, then uh, Close. yeah. I mean, you know, not, I get it all eventually. <laughs> uh, then then eventually I'll remember Double Live Guns of the Game Cat Scratch Fever. Who else we got? We've also got Pumpkin Royalty Game Cat. Um, we got royalty in the house. Not um, <laughs> with everyone. I mean, can, uh, how can you not look at that and not think of Penny Royalty? Like, uh, I have no idea. Uh, I thought it was maybe like a petrifying pumpkin hybrid, game cat hybrid. Oh no! Yeah, no, it's happening. I, I, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Actually, I, I do I know how I feel about that. <laughs> we all know how I feel about that. I uh, no no shade. Pumpkins is doing his thing, and. Uh, and that's all I'm I just like him because he's just as big of a fanboy as I am. So nice. All right, guys. If you uh, if you change your name to GameCat because you love us almost as much as we love you, please in the in the comments below any of our videos put hashtag GameCat uh, when you change your name into something the GameCat, and then uh, and then we'll give you a shout out on next Friday show. I do. We are already behind schedule. Let's get to it. What's our first news story of the week? Pruitt Pixel has been tweeting quite a bit over the last couple months ever since you announced and debuted the announcement of their new next gen vr game runner Hmm. which by the way looks freaking awesome it's basically a japanime inspired uh motorcycle kind of road rash but also kind of escape um action shooter game and uh they 
tweeted recently, actually 22 hours ago as at this time, they said, today we hit a major milestone with runner's production. You won't believe what's coming. And then they put hashtag PSVR2. Uh, and then, you know, so so they've made a major milestone in their production mm -hmm. recently. I don't know what that is yet, Brian. I don't think anybody knows what that is, uh, except for the people over there at uh, at True and Pixel. But honestly, and now this is this is going to sound bad. I don't want it to sound bad, but I don't want to hear any more about Runner. I don't want to see any more about Runner. I want them to go dark. I want them to do their thing. I want I want to get everything to where it needs to be, and then after the launch of PSVR two, come back and be like, hey, remember us. Remember, what, remember how excited you were to play our game? Well, here it is, and it's super polished, and it's ready to go. Um, I feel like I've already seen too much, and I feel like if we keep seeing more, there's not going to be any surprises. feel you there. There's been a couple games. You know, it's it's harder for indie devs, though, to that, you know, when there's a game, like, um, with, with a huge name rec brand recognition, it's so easy for them. They can just snap their fingers, and everyone goes, oh! <laughs> but someone like Runner or uh, Trump Pixel with Runner, you know, they kind of that's like part of their strategy is to always stay visible, always stay, you know, um, they want to they want that visibility that helps them. But I agree in that it's better to build up to a big reveal and have like a bunch of stuff and then save a bunch for the game as well. Um versus some games we've seen i won't name any by name but we've seen a lot of games that just show us like every step of the way and it's like we want the surprise we yeah. want to be like blown away instead of like knowing everything what to expect um what's going to be coming uh and yeah and so i agree with you i i hope they just kind of dial it back a little bit get get everything together and and just have like a big announcement instead of the little tidbits of info yeah, I, but, but you make an excellent point. With indie devs, it's way harder for them to kind of get the spotlight. It's way harder for them to stay in people's uh, consciousness and, and, and kind of uh, and just when people think about PlayStation VR 2, they're probably not thinking about Runner. And so so they do probably have to beat that drum every single day to make sure, you know, no one forgets and, and to attract as many new people as possible. So I do get that. I feel like, you know, we're definitely in a different situation than most gamers where we're paying like fucking hardcore attention to everything that's coming to psvr and psvr2 right. uh jamie right. out with the two dollar tip says imagine runner with adaptive triggers <laughs> dude I'm, I'm remember i'm imagining everything with adaptive triggers that's kind of been uh, <laughs> my little lullaby hey. every night i lay in bed and go newsflash jamie out it's going to have adaptive triggers yeah. let that sink in also we got joey bats 33 with the three dollar tip says psvr2 uh, Gran Turismo 7 March launch bundle question mark I'll take five please uh, yeah man I, I've been telling people for a while I think that if uh, the the second we got a, a Grand Theft a Grand Theft Auto a Gran Turismo 7 release date and confirmation of PSVR 2 and a PSVR 2 release date all that stuff I'm going to make sure that I have that whole setup the whole rig in the middle of my living room for the for the wheel for the pedals for the shifter uh, it's a and it's going to be the whole cage man uh, and I'm just going to be set up so I'll be ready to play PSVR 2 in the center of my living room, which means i got to get rid of my couch because there's no room for that shit. Um, let's hope so, Joey Bats. Let's hope so. Uh, so this is exciting news. Runner is always exciting uh, to talk about, uh, but uh, hopefully their news is big and it's not just, oh, I just we, love we that added style. a new character. 
Yeah, yeah. I I love that Japanime style sometimes, especially the some of my favorite games have always been the hybrid of Japanese and Western culture, like coming together. Like I think that's what uh what a lot of um, Final Fantasy VII is. It's it's like it's just the best of both worlds. Um, and then you know it's even like cyberpunk, steampunk, fantasy, just the blend. Sometimes some games can manage to blend everything together. This is more like a pure like Akira kind of looking thing, uh, which is awesome, uh, and I'm super excited for it. But yeah, can't wait to see more on this one. It's gonna be an awesome title. Yeah. Uh, another neon drenched game though uh, is teasing us with more teases. Lots of teases this week. Uh, yes. And that's uh, that's Synth Riders. Woo. I freaking love Synth Riders. I sound like a broken record. Yeah. Uh, They tweeted out uh, September 9th, yesterday. They said something is coming, and they have uh, this trippy-looking GIF uh, that says 09-16-21. So uh, the 16th is next Thursday. Mm -hmm. We're going to be getting a significant Synth Riders update. And going by the way this little GIF looks, Brian, I think it's going to contain a new experience. Uh, sure. Uh, I mean, that's that's nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's. I. I mean, the, the the hope, of course, was that it was the multiplayer update, uh, and and seeing Ooh. and seeing the two faces sort of come together like that um, makes me think it's you know, hey, bringing to bring people together. Uh, that was sort of my first thought, but yeah, it, it could be a new experience, I suppose, or a new, new some new tracks. I'm gonna stick with with the um, with the experience, and that this being kind of a teaser of what the experience might look like. But holy shit, if they drop multiplayer next week, good god! <laughs> well, I'm just like waiting for that to happen because that's gonna totally ch- that is like a serious game changer. Um, and you know, I already see how many people love Synth Riders. And they haven't even played the multiplayer yet, and it yeah. like it really does change your perspective of the core game. It is that like impactful. You know, for a second I was going to say this doesn't make any sense because I'm sure when they're tweeting about it, they're not just using the hashtag PSVR. Um, they're probably they're probably tweeting about you know all for all synth riders players. But then another part of me is like, oh well, let me take that back because this does benefit all synth riders players because you're adding more people to the community and so you know if you jump on on your quest or pc or whatever then like suddenly you jump in like you're playing against because they did say cross play was super important to them and so you're going to be jumping in you're going to be playing against people from all different headsets so this could i mean i don't know so now so now i'm a little i'm waffling a little bit but i don't know we'll see we'll see i hope it's the multiplayer stuff um yeah i, I just i just downloaded it i just downloaded it on quest um uh, Powell was super nice to me uh, and said, "Hey, you know, if you want some pre uh, pre time with uh, pre pre PSVR time with the with the multiplayer and, and learn how it all plays, uh, here, check this out." And I was like, "All right, cool." So, uh, so I've got it downloaded on my Quest Two, and uh, definitely oh, definitely interested in checking it out. Uh, but I've I've not gotten around to it yet. I've got a couple other things I need to take care of over there first. Oh, I can't wait to check it out, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully soon. Maybe tonight, man. Maybe tonight. But uh, moving on, man. What else we got? Moving on. I expect you to die. Well, I don't. I don't think highly of you either. Two. Oh. Uh, release some awesome, awesome news, and that is that they surpassed one million in revenue. And uh, Jesse's good. Go had back. this like 
crystal look on my face like, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, I expect you to die too has surpassed 1 million in revenue. And they said on the matter, quote, we have been blown away by the support of gamers and VR enthusiasts from all over the world. We've received countless heartwarming messages from our players sharing their stories with the game. And we are so grateful to our existing fans and new agents who use their creativity and cunning to put a stop to Zoraxis nefarious schemes, said Jesse Shell, CEO of Je uh, Shell Games. And he says also, this is an important milestone. I, I love this because he, he follows it up with a, with a great message to, to everybody uh, in, in the industry, in our little bubble. And he says, this is an important milestone, not just for us and our business, but for the ever-growing VR market. VR first franchises, like I Expect You to Die, can succeed and studios should pay attention to where the market is going. I couldn't agree more, Mr. Shell. Yeah, you know, and this is this is something that I I think is uh, is kind of admirable. Like Shell Games doesn't just push out a new game every, you know, eight eight nine ten eleven twelve months, right? This is their third game. They they kicked off PlayStation VR uh, almost with a launch title. I expected to die one. Uh, it was like a month, I think, after launch, and then uh, and then it took years for us to get uh, until you fall, and then we got this. And so they, these guys are all about quality, and I think it's important to say, yes, this is where the market's going, but also if you want to be successful, then, uh, then pump the brakes a little bit and make sure you're putting out a quality product as well. Because you know, I, I, think, I think some developers are definitely of the mindset that, hey, you know, quantity over quality, one of these things will, one of these things will, uh, will sell. And, uh, yeah. and, it, and it's not a good not a good business practice. Uh, real quick, now yeah. let's run the game feline with the five dollar tip. Says this five bucks says that the Radiohead experience we saw for forty seven seconds, uh, such a good forty seven seconds during the Sony showcase <laughs> will be in VR. Tom York would want it that way. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I couldn't agree more, dude. This is opening notes uh, of, of Kid A when it was played in that trailer. Like it, something happened in my stomach, and I was like, ooh. I felt like I was like on ecstasy or something. Gee, I wonder what the correlation there is. But it was just so, it was it was impactful, man, impactful. And if, if that was in VR, uh, that's that's exactly what I was thinking all after the show. Like that's the one thing that needs to be in VR. Tom York would put it that way. I don't often hear you. I know you've mentioned music and everything is really important to you, but I don't often hear you actually say it. So it's nice to hear you finally say it once. Oh, because yeah. I feel like I'm like I must be like hypersensitive to music and sound design uh, because like every game I play is like something like I really hone into it and and have uh, a, a feedback on. So, yeah, um, certainly not every game for me. Uh, but when something hits the right note, man, it fucking hits. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I think when it comes to games, a lot of it just feels like, you know, nice background music, nice background ambient music a lot of the times. Uh, and then something like Separation comes along and it is background ambient music. But like, man, it fucking made me cry. I was like, well, why did music yep. make me cry? I don't know. So good. Yeah. Uh, we um, also got. It can, it, sorry, it go can straight up make your it can straight up make or break a game for me. Like it yeah. like the game would have to be like perfect. I mean, yeah, it, it can straight up ruin a game for me. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and and just throwing this out there, Radiohead is probably in one of my top five favorite bands of all time. Uh, absolutely love those guys. Uh, we got Waleed Saheed Baridi in the chat with the Canadian $5 oh. tip. What up, Waleed? says, considering the PlayStation 5 shortage, shortage in the general slow speed of Sony and delays, I'm not seeing PSVR 2 until late 2022. 
I do expect a reveal event soon, though. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that that would be the general consensus. Uh, we're going to take a slightly different stance uh, at the end of this episode, and when we talk about uh, our, you know, the the possibilities of, of some or some different possibilities of, of some different launch strategies. Uh, but I think I think we're all pretty much in the same boat, saying, yeah, of course they want PlayStation Five shortages to end before PSVR two hits. Um, but it's always fun to take a different uh, stance every so often. Uh, Jamie out with a two dollar tip says, AJ, remember Brian said Beat Saber had better music than Synth Riders? Yeah, I know, man. I, you know, well, yeah. he'll see the light one day. Uh, we also got, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess. Where, where, where is my Panic at the Disco? Where is my Imagine Dragons? I don't know. Where is my Lincoln Park? Uh, Sergeant Frosty with $2 tips is still recovering financially from the post VR sale. I think Frosty said he spent like 150 bucks on the sale. Um, so oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. What an epic sale that was. That was so good. I love how I still laugh when Yuki said it's like an everything must go sale because it really <laughs> felt like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought you were going to say, uh, where, where, where's my limp biscuit is what I thought you were going to say. But yeah. No, anyways, limp moving biscuit on. can dude. I mean, I, I, I hated that mixtape. I never want another mixtape on beat saber. If they try oh. to sell me another mixtape, I officially am not buying it unless it's like an emo mixtape, which I guess I'll probably buy because I'm, because yeah. I'm 15 years old and I wear all black. Um, all right, man. Uh, so enough about I expect you to die too. It's it's really yep. it's really good. You should have already bought it. Moving on. Brian, how many days until Halloween? I don't know. Well, 40, we're 50, we're like 50. half a month away from the month of Halloween. <laughs> about yeah. Uh, so, dude, I can already sense it. I think that's why I've been making all these dark comments tonight, uh, darker themed comments, because. Uh, you know, I can feel it, man. The leaves are going to be turning soon. The smell of, of their souls are going to fill the air, and it's going to smell beautiful. Um, man. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I almost forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> right. uh, I mean, if swords you, in yeah, VR. <laughs> if you want to just take a time out, we can talk about, like, horror movies and shit How for the great, rest of this. I would love to. And, yeah. and just, yeah, I watched, I'm I, dude, a big fan. You know. Malignant, Malignant came out at 3 a.m. this morning on uh, HBO Max. <laughs> okay, the new James Wan movie. And I've been dying for this. I've been so excited for this for months, especially ever since Conjuring 3 sucked. Uh, and then, yeah. and so, and so then I was like, oh, sweet, it's going to come out at midnight. And then I realized midnight pacific like that coast and so 3 a.m here and i was like i gotta go to bed and so i just happened to wake up at 7 a.m and i was like good enough it's still kind of dark out the blinds are shut i brewed some coffee laid in bed and watched malignant at 7 a.m uh it was it was a very enjoyable experience even if it wasn't the horror movie that i wanted that's all i'll say yeah yeah i'm you know i'm actually a huge horror fan my, myself i just you wouldn't know standing next to you um but but I am actually. The music uh, just touches so. me so much. <laughs> uh, but anyways, man, Swordsman, man, our guys Swordsman. over at Sin Studio, mm -hmm. uh, they are releasing an update, a new Halloween update entitled Hell with one L. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, but it says, Hell has heard your legend. The goddess of the underworld voyages to medieval Earth this Halloween new boss fight in a two-stage arena featuring combat and mechanics never before seen in swordsman stay tuned there's a lot to unpack here man there's a lot to unpack yes here. And, and first let me let me show everybody the image in case you haven't seen it let's bring that sucker up that's almost what i wanted to show you 
Oh yeah, it looks awesome. It's on the thumbnail as well. Like the new the new boss. Yeah. Um, she looks sick as hell, man. She looks super cool. Yep, absolutely. And and so you know, always excited for new swordsman updates. Uh, real quick, iCarly the game cat <laughs> with the five dollar tip <laughs> says, "I am the proof of Brian being fifteen years old," which is yes, I love iCarly. The I, living proof. I will not apologize for that. Although I will apologize for the <laughs> the the. The new series, which is just fucking pretty bad overall. Um, anyway, this is this is exciting. This is exciting because uh, for so many reasons, man. There's so much to unpack here. First of all, when when Sin Studio says they've got something for Halloween, immediately I'm like, okay, you guys, those guys know what they're doing. They're going to make it themed properly. It's probably going to be creepy as hell. Uh, the arena is probably going to be amazing, and the boss is going to be fun to fight. But there's way more here than that. Like way more here than that. Uh, in the first part of this is uh what did they say the multi-tier arena two-tier arena what did they say how did they phrase it two stage arena bambino ramos iCarly was not always bad i'm listen listen we're gonna we're gonna have to duke this out iCarly was uh -oh. great okay okay we won't get into this now but it really was so good <laughs> so good anyway um was it two what two what arena Two stage arena, Brian. Two stage arena. So, what do you think that means? Do you think it's one of those uh, like old NES style things where the boss has two forms and like and, and, and some shit changes halfway through? What do you think? I mean, maybe I think there's two stages, uh, and I think the second one, you're going to hell. Yeah. You think yeah. it's like a dead or alive stage where like everything like falls apart and then like you fall like thirty feet into the next section. Dead or alive, the volleyball game. I mean, they that... did they did a volleyball game eventually, but there was like five <laughs> fighting games before the volleyball game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I never got into that series. I thought it was he's all like, about he's like the just the volleyball. Um, <laughs> That's all I got into. <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. You know. Uh. It, it, you could definitely see that. I'm. I'm excited. It's saying featuring combat and mechanics never before seen in Swordsman. This could go so many different ways. I mean, the last major update that I can recall that featured content was that the pirates update, and that had like a, a ship with a kraken, and like you had to like hit the, uh, hit hit the cannons, fire the cannons to uh to get rid of the kraken so that's the kind of environmental stuff that we love to see isn't it it is it is because my biggest complaint at launch and for a while after launch even after uh even after a lot of the updates until the pirate update was that the arenas weren't exactly interactive uh the cause one was the first one that made me go oh this arena is different than the other rectangles i'm fighting in they aesthetically look different but overall you're just fighting in a different rectangle uh at least with claws there were parts of the glacier you were fighting on that were falling off uh and, and you actually had there was environmental uh shit yes. to run away from and that was amazing and i and i it sounds like you know and then with t doing the pirate thing he took that even a step further and uh and, and hopefully I, ho I really hope i can take credit for this and be the one that got in his head about it uh hopefully he's taking it even another step further with this one i can't wait to see what they've got yeah yeah that's that is super cool and i'm super excited and you know I'm ready for October. I'm already seeing the stuff, the 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 decorations and everything at, at Lowe's and and the and the stores around everywhere, <laughs> anywhere I go. Uh, so it's just a reminder that we are. It is uh, creeping up on us, and I can't wait, man. So super excited about this. Last year they had the um, the axe, the cursed axe mm -hmm. update. 
he's got like a like I'm so lost now because not only is it this, but there's like also the the advanced weapon handling update coming out. The the axe like being able to like actually stick axes into people now. Um, so there's so much going on with this game. It's super cool. I I don't know if it's still on sale, but. Definitely, I, I uh, think it is. I think this this one got kind of shoved into the sale later on. There was about five games that got pushed in a little bit later, and so they have they're on sale a little bit later as well. Uh, the last the last part of this tweet though is is the most interesting part of it uh, when he says uh, new boss fight in a two stage arena. We already covered that featuring combat featuring combat and mechanics never before seen in Swordsman. So mechanics I can see as maybe part of the stage, interacting with the stage in a different right, way. Right. Right. But That's what, about, what I was thinking. But what about combat that we've never seen before in Swordsman? Like, any clue what that could be? Um, uh, no. Maybe, oh, I wonder if you could, like, summon a demon or something or have, like, demonic Ooh. attacks in some way. That would like, be so cool. Like, shoot fireballs, yeah. something like that. I don't know. We could speculate all day. Um, well, let's do it, man. But, this is going to be fun. Oh, here's, here's what I want. <laughs> Here's what I want. I want after after beating the boss down for a little bit. I want I I want a House of the Dead uh, weak spot to show up like the, like a glowing heart, <laughs> and you have to go and just and take because now with the new advanced uh, sword fighting physics, whatever it is, you know you can take the sword and, and and fight with it different ways, hold it different ways, right? I want I want to take that blade and shove it into the heart to finish it off. That's how I want to finish this boss. Like there you go. I mean that that would be totally different, right? The yeah. it's his bow and arrow. You could That's do manual guess. fatalities. Like, cut somebody right down the middle and let them... Okay. <laughs> cut it. Brian, I think it's time to get to our main headline of the evening. I think we should probably get to the main headline of the evening, uh, which was uh, the fact that yesterday there was a PlayStation uh, showcase, and they showed off a ton of new PlayStation 5 games. AJ, you weren't here. Uh, th- shout out to Miles Dyer, who's my co-host. I was going to say. Two hours. Big shout out to Miles Dyer. He did a great job. Um and it was awesome having him because he knows more about flat games than either of us. Probably both combined. Of us combined. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, we used to know all that stuff, but we've been just balls to all, completely in, uh, in, um, consumed by VR. So we don't have time totally. to always uh, stay up to date with everything else. So, um, yeah, great job, Miles. Absolutely. Thank you so much for uh, for being here. And yeah, he, did, he definitely had a lot of knowledge about uh, about flat screen games from the last five years that I was pretty unfamiliar with. Um, <clears throat> uh, that being said, AJ, you did get to watch it, correct? Yes, I actually watched you guys watching it. I nice. watched your presentation, of course, man. I, I I had to spend it with the cats. I was working, but but I uh, I had to uh, spend that moment with the cats for sure. Cool. So, what did you think, man? Were there any Were there any highlights for you? Um, there was a couple, but mainly, you know, I think for me, if you if you're a fan of if you're just interested in VR content. Um, there was really only a little bit of speculation you were left with. There wasn't any, this wasn't a presentation for VR primary, primary VR gamers. Um, this, I would, I would go as far as to say as this is not a presentation for people who are only interested in VR. (laughs) This might've been the worst presentation for people only interested in VR. Right. So if you're not, if you're only interested in VR, it probably wasn't like amazing, but, you know, for everyone else, it seemed like it was really great. There were some really great announcements. But I definitely had a couple questions regarding VR when I got done, when I uh, finished watching it, Brian. And what were those questions, AJ? Well, those questions were, first of all, um, 
where to begin, Brian? I mean, <laughs> so I've always said that I thought that Gran Turismo 7 was going to be a launch PSVR game. It was going to launch with PSVR or be a launch window game. Mm-hmm. Um, they had the date announced, and it was in March of 2022. And so... Not only that, uh, I firmly believe. I mean, I, look, this is two things I can tell you right now, Brian. Okay. I 100% believe that Gran Turismo 7 is going to be a PSVR 2 game. 100%. Uh, like, I will go down with that ship. I also 100% believe that Grand Theft Auto 5 is going to be remade or remastered and uh, made with a PSVR 2 as well. To me, that is like a no-brainer. And so when I saw both of these in March, I couldn't help but, but think to myself, I'm like, there's no way. But, but I can't help the, the little voice in the back of my head saying, like, you think these are going to be launch titles, and both of these are launching in March. Right, and there's no, and there's no reason to say, uh, to say, you know, just speaking more generally before we get into our very specific conversation, uh, that these couldn't come out in March, and then the VR mode is ready for the PlayStation VR 2 launch, right? It's like these games were out for six months, and then when PSVR 2 launches, the PSVR 2 patch is also available, or the PSVR 2 upgrade, whatever you want to call it, uh, is also available. So they could still be launch titles, but still make it to PlayStation 5 earlier, right? There's a lot of different there's a lot of different ways to look at this, and I do want to say uh, I do want to say something again very clearly before we begin this conversation that okay. we have been. We've been speculating a lot over the last year. Uh, we, we people accuse us at uh, f- uh, people accuse us of grasping at straws when it comes to the smallest little details. But I'm going to tell you something. We've been grasping at straws for the smallest little details for a year, and we were the ones telling you that PlayStation because of those straws that we were grasping at. We were, te- we were the ones telling you that PlayStation VR 2 was coming. Sony was not giving up on VR when everyone else jumped ship, and we're like, no, nope, right. they, they've given up. They don't care about VR anymore. We're out of here. Quest two time. Let's do this, right? And, and yep. but we've been we've been preaching the same message ever since. And so all the straws that we were grasping at ended up there, there was there was a reason those straws were there, right? So it, it might yep. have it might have seemed a little a little loose from the get go, but ultimately it brought us it brought us to the truth. Now I don't know if PlayStation VR two is going to launch in March. I don't know that. But for the purpose of this show, and, and because I don't like saying, oh, this is what I think and sticking with it. I think that's really boring. I think I think exploring different possibilities and, and looking at arguments from different perspectives, that's more fun. Conversations like this are really fun. So I don't want anyone out there thinking, uh, Brian and AJ definitely pans down, put 30 pizzas on the fact that it's coming out in March, <laughs> right? No, man, we're, <laughs> no. we, we want to have a good conversation. No. We want to say, hey, like, let's let's take a look at this argument. And let's see if there's any validity here, because that's way more fun. Yeah, I agree. And I think the only thing I've said that was, like, concrete was that I think by February, we will know, like, some of the, we will know the headset looks like, we will know, maybe be able to pre-order it, maybe uh, know the price. Um, uh, Maybe price is is a stretch, but but I think by February, we will at least know the headset and know a lot of the launch games or, or a lot of the games. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely think that <clears throat> I definitely think we're going to know pretty much everything by February. To be honest with you, uh, late I, February. Yeah, I mean, I I think by the big I think 
I think before this year is out, we're going to know a ton of shit. <laughs> I think I, I don't I don't think the PSVR two showcase is too far behind. I do feel like that they are gearing up uh, in in what in one of the first. Well, that's go ahead. That's before you go go move forward. That's actually what I originally mentioned the runner thing too, the runner update because they said a storm is coming mm-hmm. uh, on August 29th, and they put hashtag NGVR hashtag PSVR two. Yeah. So, you know, they might know something. They right. might be hinting at something uh, big coming. Well, so let's let's start with this Grand Theft Auto uh, stuff that we, that we talked about on uh, the breaking news report today. Um, yeah. First and foremost, there were there were a couple scenes in particular uh, during that Grand Theft Auto segment that looked, as far as I'm concerned, like they are definitely in VR. Did you see those those little clips, those little segments? I did. I saw them from your video, mm-hmm. and here's the thing. Um, this is going to go up and down a little bit. Uh, I've seen that before where they originally showed the Gran Turismo 7 footage and there was like a split second clip yeah. where it looked like a person was looking around in VR. And I was like, that is, I was 100% convinced that was VR footage. The most recent Gran Turismo 7 update actually showed more of that camera footage and it it wasn't just inside the car it was outside the car it was different angles mm-hmm. um and this is the difference though is that with the with the uh the grand theft auto footage it actually shows that and says enhancements uh, or enhanced or something like that while it's showing that um and that was a little bit different however brian <laughs> When you read the PlayStation blog, it says players can expect a range of technical and graphical improvements across the entire experience, including performance enhancements for select vehicles in GTA Online. So that could be something alluding to that. Um, But it was a little weird that it was like so nonspecific. But that being said, man, I mean, I've like I said, I've said it over and over I still think Grand Theft Auto V is without a doubt coming to PlayStation VR 2, and so are Grand, so is Gran Turismo 7. It's just a matter of uh, when, not if. Because Agreed. one reason, Brian. Sony wants to sell headsets. If you want to sell headsets, you just put Grand Theft Auto and Gran Turismo in VR on PSVR 2, and boom, millions of headsets sold from those two alone. Right. Right. And and the fact is, you know, for anyone for anyone who was asking about why am I 100 percent convinced that Gran Turismo, I'm sorry, that Grand Theft Auto five is coming to PlayStation VR two. I mean, we've been talking about this for a year now, uh, easily, where we thought L.A. Noir, the VR case files was a good experiment for them. Again, we talked about this earlier in the episode about how developers like to use uh, existing IPs that they have to experiment with new hardware. Uh, so they're not kind of like going all in with with a new IP or a new uh, entry of a, of, a, of a beloved IP uh, without having figured shit out first. So LNOR VR case files, uh, that was a strange thing to put into VR. It worked, yeah. and uh, that was a good test. We also know that yeah. um, that Rockstar was hiring people for huge uh, VR games. We saw those job listings. We also saw uh, that Sony and Rockstar have a great relationship, and there's a reason uh, they, oh, I'm sorry. They are. Um, I, I, I won't even. I promise you, I won't even talk about Agent on PlayStation Three during this conversation. I promise you. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, there was a deal there. 
that never came to fruition. And, and, and Rockstar kind of always owed Sony something. Uh, so it might not be a first-party AAA flat-screen game, but it might be a first-party AAA VR game. Um, and then on top of that, there's the, the Grand Theft Auto V online that's free for all PlayStation 5 owners. Uh, so there is there are deals behind the scenes happening between Sony and Rockstar that just make perfect sense. There's no reason for this game not to. It is the third iteration of this goddamn game, man. It, came to, it was a PlayStation 3 game. This is two generations later. Brian, look, yes. you don't even have to go to that those lengths we to already explain. Did. I already did. Because... Why didn't you stop me three minutes ago? <laughs> I, I, because I don't like hearing myself talk for too long. Uh, <laughs> I'm caffeinated. Um, I'm going to go on all night. Okay, look, they've already announced a partnership with Rockstar Games, haven't they? PlayStation? And that was like the whole thing. They announced this at the beginning of the PlayStation 5 showcase, the original one. Mm-hmm. Um, they've already announced a partnership. So they're... Like, think about the games that Sony has tossed money at. Resident Evil 7, Hitman 3, uh, Hitman Trilogy. Um, Some of these games that they've given money to just to bolster the platform's uh, exclusives and games. And, and like like I said, man, if you want to sell these headsets, I love indie games. I love indie games to death. I will fight for every indie game to the death that I believe deserves to be um, you know, get the recognitions it deserves. But that being said, indie games don't sell headsets like AAA games do. Definitely These not. games sell headsets. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Listen, real quick, I want to give a shout out to Joey Bats 33 with $5 tip says, I hope they kept track of all those who needed the PlayStation VR camera adapter. We should get auto invites first to pre-order PSVR 2. Scalpers blow ass. Um, that would be really nice if they if, if they had some sort of system to do that, man. Uh, it'd be really really nice to let PSVR one owners uh, and PlayStation five owners get in before the scalpers do, or keep the scalpers out altogether, man. Uh, but yeah, dude, getting getting back to this, the Grand Theft uh, the Grand Theft Auto shit for me, Grand Theft Auto again came out on PlayStation three, PlayStation four, and I mean seriously, what why wasn't this a launch title? Grand Theft Auto on PlayStation 5 should have been a launch title. There was yeah. no reason for them to hold it back whatsoever. And we're I think we're figuring out what the reason for them holding it back is. They're like they they want to debut it. They want it to be this brand new experience. And people talk people talk about uh, uh uh like some online social hub, right? Some 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 place to hang out with your friends in VR. We're talking about PlayStation Home. But man, place what about what about Grand Theft Auto online? Right? I mean yeah, I think it could be all of them. I mean, look, in the context of the conversation we're having here, I think it makes perfect sense why it was delayed. There's no reason There's no reason that would take that long. And to me, personally, I feel like Grand Theft Auto is got has got to be one of the easiest games to convert to VR. I mean, didn't they already do a first-person update uh, for, for five, like, like years ago? Six years They've ago. Already... <laughs> six years yeah, ago. Six years ago. Yeah. This is, I mean, look, it's it's like one of those Skyrim deals, man. This is a game that still has like some longevity to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. It still has legs for days, and and VR is, you know, there's been a lot of stuff with the PS5 where we've seen glimpses of the next gen, but I don't think we're gonna see the super big next gen um, flat games until for some time. Like we've seen glimpses of it, but nothing that really screams. Like, this is next-gen. But I think PSVR 2 is that answer, is the next-gen answer. And I think they're waiting for uh, sales to catch up. Um, 
uh, to the point to where they feel comfortable releasing it. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with that. Totally agree with that. Listen, the next next bullet point I have is is the controller reveal. The controller reveal happened back in, I believe, February of this year. And they said they were going to be sprinkling out PlayStation VR 2 news throughout the course of the year. Here we are, uh, almost done with the year. We've only got a quarter of the year left and, uh, and nothing, like literally nothing else. Uh, so during that reveal, they had mentioned that dev kits are going out. Okay. And dev kits historically have never gone out that early. Like it's you never have a year. <laughs> you don't. You never have a year uh, with your dev kit before the launch of a game. Generally, that's not the case. And so, if that was back in February, and dev kits started going out back in February. And, and here's the other part. I know that there's uh, indie devs out there that are like, "Well, we don't have our dev kit, dude." There are indie devs out there. There are indie devs out there who can't get a PlayStation VR one headset. Arcadia VR trying to trying to bring Hinge to PlayStation VR one. There, if, if we're just in a different, we're in a different uh, set of circumstances right now than we've ever been before. So if there's any devs out there, we're like, well, there's no chance that PSVR two is coming out in March because we don't have our dev kits yet. Well, they, people can't get a fucking PSVR one dev kit. You, you better believe that the people who need those dev kits have those dev kits. And those, are, it's just right now, it's just bigger companies, bigger developers, and. And to make sure that they have like this, you know, solid launch, it's I I, I just I just want to say that like I really think that that is when when people say that there's not enough time between now and then there's not enough time uh, between now and March uh, to get games ported over to PlayStation VR two I just I just don't believe that because because a lot of PC games and a lot of Quest games can be ported and greatly enhanced over the course of six months six months is a pretty decently long time to port a game uh you know especially when the hardware and is it has has had vr in mind like you know it's a different story when it's weaker hardware experimental hardware but when this is designed with vr in mind this is not a tacked on thing this is this is a new headset new controllers um really powerful 10 times powerful system or, or something like that um at least from the PSVR, PS4, base PS4, it's 10 times more powerful than, than these tools, you know, like I've said it, you know, before, they, they iterate the, uh, every new gen to, to make things easier for developers uh, to make, and, and yeah, and thus we get more games at a faster rate, higher rate, you know, when, when the team doesn't have to spend so months and months, uh, you know, trying to optimize it for, for weak hardware, uh, it certainly shaves off a lot of time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a lot of devs have had a hard time bringing their games to PSVR one because of the OG PS4, uh, and this is this is not the same situation whatsoever. Uh, Jamie out with the five dollar tip says Grand Theft Auto Five was by far the best selling game in 2020. It outsold The Last of Us Two. Grand, uh, sorry, God, nope. Game of Thrones. Yeah, this is about money, man. This is about money, and if you want money, you put Grand Theft Auto. In VR, what is like? What is, what is GOT? I'm thinking. All I can think of is Game of Thrones, Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. I was like, I was like, that's not God of War. <laughs> My brain just fried. Uh, and yeah. Miles Morales combined just last year alone, and of course that being the eighth year that the Grand Theft Auto Five was out. Uh, so, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Here's here's another point I got for you, Brian. Talk to me. 
there's, you know, I totally agree with the sentiment that, you know, they haven't released PSVR 2. They haven't shown it off yet. Um, a lot of stuff has been because of the supply and demand for PS5. They're still trying to get PS5s distributed uh, to everywhere they can as much as possible. And I 100% agree with that. And it's unfortunate. But, hey, we survived a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Things could be a lot worse. We are on the recovery. We are on the up and up, slowly but surely. Um, but the thing is, that's not going to last forever. So, to me... They've talked about that. Well, now they've, they're getting their, their structure, their infrastructure straightened out. They're getting more supply. They're increasing it. They're having some success there. But they're still going to have trouble meeting the demand because there's so much demand. There's at least, I mean, maybe not at least, but you'd have to imagine there's somewhere around 100 million potential uh, buyers of PS5s. And to me... If you can't meet the demand ever, mm -hmm. then what are you waiting for? There's no, oh, we need to wait until 2025 because right. that's when there'll be 100 million P uh, PS5s out in the wild. To me, it just doesn't make sense that way. So when are that's one of the reasons I could see it launching earlier. When are you going to say, okay, we waited long enough? Um, what are you waiting for at this point? Like, yeah. I mean, I know there's a little bit longer, but but... Come, come a couple months from now, what are you going to be waiting for at that point? Right. Six months from now, we're definitely going to be in a better situation. Things PlayStation 5s will be a little easier to find, uh, especially after the holiday season is over. Things, things are gradually getting better. It's easier to find them now than it was a year ago. So, yeah, I mean, again... There's a there's potentially 100 million people who want a PlayStation 5, but I would say a good 80% of those people are not actively looking for one or even interested in buying one in the next five years. You know, a lot of, a lot of the 100 million of PlayStation 4 owners came later in the life cycle, and I think a lot of people will wait later in the life cycle for their PlayStation 5s. So... I mean, you know, by the time that by the time March rolls around, if we're talking sales figures, if we're talking uh, time, then I think by the time March rolls around, we're going to see that most of the early adopters who have been desperately wanting one are going to have one. And you're going to be able to walk into a store and go, oh, hey, look, there's a PlayStation 5. Like maybe not all the time, but certainly more frequently. And I think the, I think the you know, the the vocal probably vocal majority right now will become the vocal minority being screaming, well, what's the point of PlayStation VR 2 if I can't get a PlayStation 5? The point is, it's fucking amazing, <laughs> and we want it. So get your hands on a PlayStation 5. It, I know it's tough. I know it's hard. And, and maybe you have to wait for to not get it from a scalper. But man, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that everything should get put on hold until, until every single person can get a PlayStation 5. It's good. Things in six months from now will be better. I'm not going to say they'll be perfect, but in six months, they'll no. be better. They'll be a lot better. And to me, for, you know, ultimately, Sony has the data that's going to tell them the best time to release a P the PSVR 2. Um, they have all this information. We don't have access to this information, um, except for when I call Herman Hulst and, and he tells me all of this. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to you, Herman. Call me some time again. Miss you, brother. Uh, Dead no, Ringer with the $2 tip says, Vorpex emulation support for PSVR 2. Is it possible? It is possible, yes. I mean, anything's but, uh, possible, but yeah, that's not the way we want to play VR games. 
it's some tact. Yeah, you don't want to experience some tact on support. My the horror story for me was <clears throat> somebody trying to review Resident Evil Seven <laughs> on Vorpix right. uh, versus the uh, versus the actual native PS4 version, and like the difference was just like, blah, like why would you do that to yourself? Like buy a P- buy a PS4 and a PSVR for Resident Evil Seven. It's worth it. Um, but to me personally, like I said, they have the data that will tell them what is the best move, ne- what is the next best move. But to me personally, I feel like the hardware, I've, I feel like you want to get the hardware out earlier mm-hmm. and then by the holiday. Because everyone, you know, there is the speculation of the rumor of that they want to sell them by holiday 2022. And that makes sense. Sell lots of headsets during the holidays. It, it totally makes sense. But to me... In the back of my head, I can't like help but think, what if you sell the headsets earlier and then you sell more software during the holidays? I mean, does that not take away from software sales when you sell, when you drop it during during a holiday like that? I guess not, but... I don't know. I, um, yeah, I'm not going down this path with you. <laughs> Sorry to tell you that. Well, I'm just thinking, yeah, I mean, come to think about it, maybe you're right, because they did sell the PS5 itself in November during the holidays. So, yeah. Uh, so the other, the other thing I want to talk about a little bit is Oculus, right? Because I've said, and sorry, apparently all of Worcester is burning down right now. Cause there's just sirens everywhere. Um, hopefully everything's okay out there. Uh, hopefully my building's okay. Um, I, I've, been, I've said it a few times that I don't think that Sony cares what Oculus is doing. I don't think they care what their competitors are doing. And I, and I still believe that to a certain extent in terms of what the hard, the hardware, uh, Sony's made their decisions with the hardware. But I also think that, again, we expected to hear so much PSVR 2 news over the course of this year, and then Sony went real quiet, meaning they haven't said a word since that controller reveal, which is really strange, right? Like, I mean, like, really strange. (laughs) I don't want to undersell this. It's really strange. So the fact that we're here we are in September makes me think, hey, uh, I think that, you know, with the Quest 2 Pro or, or the Quest 3 or whatever Oculus's plans are on the horizon, I feel like Sony's been kind of pulling back and saying, we've got all of these plans, March is coming up, and we just want to fucking surprise everybody. And that includes our competitors. The earlier they talk about PlayStation VR 2, yeah. the, the more they let their competitors know what's going on. And the last thing they want is for somebody like Oculus to step up and say, well, this Quest 3 isn't going to cut it. Uh, you know, we want it. We side by side. You you show screenshots of PlayStation VR two exclusive games versus uh, Quest two exclusive games, and the difference is going to be night and day. And that's the last thing that they want. You know, Sony's going to get on a stage and basically just be like, boom! It's going to be a, a mic drop moment, and it's going to and it's going to change the landscape of VR. So, I do think that they're waiting to see what Oculus is doing. I, I really do. I think that that's part of the silence here. And well. Uh... That would definitely go hand in hand with what they did. I mean, if you remember with Xbox, when they were, because they have competition all over the place, they, I think they waited for Xbox to do make their first move and they said, okay. And then they did their PlayStation yeah. 5 showcase and absolutely smashed it. So I could definitely see that being a possibility. To me, I kind of think about, you know, I don't know. The whole I keep hearing that Oculus Quest Three is not happening anytime soon from from a lot of people that that I you know consider would would know at least more than I would about the situation. Yeah. So, um, 
you know, if that's the case, then we could end up waiting a long time to hear. But but to me, yeah, I think Quest 2 has a bit of a situation where they just, you know, that, that headset's not even a year old. Um, <laughs> Neither yet. was Quest 1. <laughs> yes, and, and like, and, you know, they... They are already going to this Quest 2 exclusive stuff, and then if they release a Quest 3, then they're going to start having Quest 3 exclusive stuff, and that could be pretty damaging to their brand. So I don't know if they're in any rush to get that one, that third uh, iteration out, and therefore I don't know the effect that, you know, uh, this is uh, now I'm taking your the your old side that you say, which is like Sony isn't even concerned about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if. I don't know if Quest is substantial uh, competition is like actually a big enough threat versus a new hardware um, cause I, because I don't know they did um, Quest had a lo- did a lot because of the hardware like but I don't think like when I think of the Quest I'm like but what games like what exclusives really help set it apart I, I don't to me it's all about the newer hardware than it is the games. Uh, Mako XL comes through with the very thoughtful uh, tip. It's Canadian $5 tip says, boy, thank you so much for contributing to the conversation, Mako. Your opinion is always appreciated around here. Um, I, I, dude, I think, I do think that, I think, I think the public perception of PSVR 2 right now is hilarious. You look at people, you look at people who either haven't been following it or people who have been following it and just have very strong opinions of their own, which is great. But the public perception right now is either holiday 2022, which is reasonable, I think. And then there's a ton of people that are like, oh, please, it's not coming out till 2023, 2024. And that's public perception, man. And I do think that if everyone's sort of taking stock of public perception and saying this and taking it as truth, um, then Sony could surprise everybody, including their competitors. And, I, yeah. and, and so they've been holding their cards close to their chest. They've been thinking they've been having this March date for a while. And everyone's like, oh, no, no, no. Six months from now, that's way too soon. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? If they, if, if they had an event next month and said, uh, and said pre-orders going live now uh, and then and, and, and the, the hardware is coming out in March, people would be like, I have to wait five months after my pre-order. I have to wait five months to get my headset. That's going to seem like an eternity, right? It, it, it suddenly goes from being six months isn't enough time to being like, holy shit, six months is so long, man. Why do we have to wait so long for our headset, right? And, and I just I just think that 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 is exactly what they're doing right now. What do you think? I they haven't said anything all <laughs> year, AJ. There's a reason they they're, they're going to surprise everybody. They want to surprise everybody. Well, I sure hope that they do something on the big stage like the showcase we saw yesterday, but focused on PSVR too. I don't think they're going to. I hope to God that they don't treat this like a tacked on thing um, like it was kind of with the first gen. And I don't think that's going to be the case here because people are ready for PSVR 2. That's the difference. That's the difference between now and five years ago is that people have seen, okay, this is pretty cool. But some people, like maybe your dad, for instance, don't think that the hardware is I'm not calling out your dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> maybe I did. Uh, maybe I am. I think but, so. um, that's okay. But no, there's there's a lot of people. I mean, just the mainstream audience. They weren't ready for. They didn't want the growing pains. They just want the final product. Mm-hmm. So there's even going to be some of those people during this next gen. But I think this is. I think this is going to be a huge leap forward. I think this is going to be a complete game changer. 
and I think Sony's going to go big with it. And so they have to kind of space it out a little bit. They have to they have to space it out a little bit. And it's not going to be some three four year gap. That's for sure. But but you know a year, no more than two, is understandable. Especially again because of the pandemic. You take you take the pandemic out of this, and we're getting the the PSVR two in a couple months. Mako hundred percent. Mako XL with the Canadian five dollar tip <laughs> says chip shortages dictate twenty twenty two. I bet Sony won in twenty twenty one. Happy now, Bucko. Yeah, I am. Thank you so much for contributing to the Literally conversation. Literally, <laughs> what I just said. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you know, but other people have told us that the chip shortages uh, aren't aren't as big of a deal uh, for for PSVR two as we think they are. Uh, based on the components that are inside of it. And, and I'm not going to go any further with that other than to say, I don't know shit about which chips. It's, for, it's, it's because of PS5s. It's, it's the, right. um, the, the, super, the, the conductors. Right, but it's for PlayStation 5, though. Like, basically, the, the PlayStation VR 2 is a glorified monitor. Right. Right. And so, right. And so, so it doesn't actually affect PlayStation VR 2. It affects the consoles. And so I, so I don't really see the correlation there. Um, I do, I do understand the PlayStation Five shortages, but the chip shortages specifically, I don't think has anything to do with PlayStation VR Two. Um, so, so where where are we at? This with, with all of this said and done, with all with all these arguments out there, do do you feel any more confident that that PlayStation VR Two could launch in March uh, than you than you were um, at the beginning of this conversation? Well, I think logically, I mean, you know, again, the one argument that people keep going back to that I'm like, okay, I agree, is that they still need to get some PS5s out. Uh, they need to get as many PS5s out as possible. Yep. But to me, you don't want to wait too long either. You, it's like, when is enough? At what point is it, is it is like, you know, at what point do you just say, okay, we've gotten as many as we can. Now it's time to start on the next thing. Uh, the next hardware thing and you know um for me i think we got delayed maybe up to a year because of the pandemic uh which is understandable um but like i said things could be a lot worse if that's the case but i personally if they if they announced if they said that hey psvr2 is coming out in march i'd be doing freaking backflips and i'd be like hell yeah i'm buying one for myself I'm buying one for everybody I know. Like, well, no, I don't have that kind of money, but but uh, I would absolutely. I'm ready for it, man. I am ready. I have my PS5. You know, um, and, AJ, and you're, you know, you're, I, I didn't. I wasn't provided one. I went and got one myself. So, yep, you're ready. You know? I'm ready. A bunch of the cats are ready. And I, I want to point this out because I, I like I like this this train of thought. I like this reasoning. Uh, but it doesn't it doesn't hold up. Jeremy the NES rookie in the chat says at the PSVR launch October 2016, there were roughly 46 million PS4 sold. By December that year, they'd only sold 1 million PSVR units in two months. So roughly 2.2% of PSVR owners bought a PlayStation VR. It's not worth it at the moment. Dude, six years ago, when PlayStation VR one launched, the landscape of VR was radically different. No one gave a yeah. fuck about VR. Everyone, everyone was like, this is a fucking fad. No one yeah. wanted it. You know what changed that? PlayStation VR 1 changed that a lot, but really, Oculus Quest 1 and Oculus Quest 2 really changed the landscape. It made people go, oh, it's not a fad. I fucking love VR. VR is so cool. There's 10 million Oculus Quest 2s out there. The landscape is changing. People are right. becoming, are obsessed with VR, and people cannot wait for the next iteration. And so I yeah. think, I, I don't think the numbers of PlayStation VR 1 versus PlayStation 4 sold are even remotely relevant anymore, unfortunately. 
Uh, we get snack. Think... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> You're fine. Go ahead. Sorry, I know I'm like rambling profusely. Uh, snacks, mm, please. With the five dollar tip, says companies want profits. If you can't get microprocessors to sell more PS5s, then make a VR headset that doesn't need one and profits ASAP. Please. <laughs> I, that's actually a great point. <laughs> that's actually a really great point. You know, another thing I want to touch base on that I haven't got to mention yet. Talk to me, AJ. Something regarding the showcase. Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> Wolverine, guys. Oh, my God. Okay, so that announcement was huge. This that big. was huge. And that is a game that, you know, Jamie Al made this meme before. I totally stole the credit for it. <laughs> and he complains to me all the time. Uh, but um, but no, there was a meme about Wolverine with the orbs, and it was really just about the context of the whole thing. It was just a joke. But, but man, now that they've announced that, dude, what do you think is the p- potential for getting Wolverine in VR? Well, I mean, one of the things that Miles and I talked about yesterday was the fact that more people could play a Wolverine game in VR than they could a Spider-Man game in VR. Be- just because yeah. you're not, you know, generally running up the side of buildings, maybe you do some wall running, right? And maybe you come down on people, right, with those orbs and just berserker claw, right? But you're not web slinging. You're not doing flips in midair usually. I think more people could play a Wolverine game. I think that would be a more natural uh, decision. I think more people would want to play the Spider-Man game. But I, I, I 100% think that Wolverine uh, would be a great VR game. Oh, my God, dude. Especially if it's like, you know, it seems like it's going to be more mature uh, on the more mature side. Yeah. It could be bloody. I don't know if you've played any of the other Wolverine games, but even like that shitty movie adaptation one was like. That might be the last one I played like with that PS2 (laughs) or something. You know, at least at least there was like, yes, at least there was like tons of dismemberment and like all this stuff. And dude, the orbs are such a great fit for a Wolverine game. Oh, my God. And if anybody wants to play any games that has Wolverine Claws, go, I hope you picked up Sirento or go check out Sirento because they have the Wolverine Claws in that game. Yeah. And you can shoot the claws out, which is really cool. Um, but there's that. There's also Gorn. But Gorn's a little goofy. But, man, if you can slice, if you just slice people apart and stuff with the orbs or, like, you know, Preston, the, the grip button and the, and the blades come out and the haptics hit, oh, my God, man, that was something I, I'm so glad I caught that before uh, before before we wrapped up here because, dude, a Wolverine game, I can't tell you how freaking excited I am about that. And the potential, you know, we know, we know, not a rumor, we know that Sony is going to be going in on these uh, AAA hybrids. And Insomniac, of all people, have VR experience. Yeah. Um, so, wow, the that is you we want to spark a rumor or or talk about hoping for something to happen good god that would be huge jamie out with the two dollar tip says don't trust aj he steals memes i've yep. heard that i've heard that yep guys uh listen uh, f- before we dive into psvr 20 questions i do want to say uh, real quick um i appreciate everybody's perspectives uh you know I-, I had people on twitter i had people in the comment section of my breaking news report uh just basically being like oh this is fucking ridiculous this is stupid and you know what i I love all the perspectives. I love anytime someone comes at me with a different perspective from the one that I'm selling uh, or from the one I'm exploring. I'm not I'm not even 100% committed to this March PlayStation VR 2 release idea, right? I just like exploring these ideas and I love when you guys are here and sharing 
you know, your perspectives on why you think it's accurate or why it's not accurate, because yeah. that's the only way that we learn is by sharing opinions and, and, and kind of working at this together. Uh, and so I just want to thank everybody. It's, it was such a, it was such a nice conversation. There was, there were no, no one in the chat being a total dick being like, fuck you guys. You don't know what you're talking about. I love being able to explore these ideas, uh, you know, with a somewhat mature group of people. Uh, not that I'm the most mature person on the face of the planet. Uh, so thank you guys. You're awesome. Uh, but Bambino Ramos, I Carly, listen, I, this is one opinion. <laughs> he did that he did that just to he did just to get you, and he, he got did. you. He did. He got me good. He got me real good. AJ, you're the host of PSVR 20 Questions. I'm gonna put six minutes up on the clock. It's uh, my job and the job of all the cats out there to figure out what PlayStation VR game you're thinking of. We got 20 yes or no questions to figure it out. Do you have a game picked out? Um, I do have a game picked out. Yes, Great. I was prepared. Yes, I'm very happy Let me to see hear it. that. Uh, uh, PS5 4K gameplays. I'm all in on March. Uh, old darts. I was just trying to read. Uh, what will Sony's next PSVR presentation be? Games, games, or headset reveal? Ask Both. Old darts. I think they're gonna blow us the fuck away. That's why. Yeah. That they, I think it was supposed to be sporadic throughout the course of the year. Hey, here's the headset. Hey, here's a couple games. Hey, here, here's the controllers in action. Here's whatever. Right. But 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 they held back for so long. I think they're gonna blow it all out in one event and say pre-orders go live now, and then we'll, and then we'll ship those fuckers out in five months. <laughs> I think it's gonna happen. Uh, yeah. I think it's gonna happen next month. I really do. Headset, Gran Turismo Seven, Grand Theft Auto. Almost uh, there's there's a <clears throat> there's a AAA game that I know about. It's from a it's from a source that I don't know. But man, did they send me some convincing things? So more on that later, guys. Stay tuned for one of these next Games Cast Lives because I think you're gonna really like what we have to say. They they really hate when we tease them like that. They're like, just fucking I'm tell so us. Sorry. <laughs> well, I gotta get them to come back and watch the next episode. Man. Jay Meow hasn't been able to sleep I... in a week. <laughs> He's just <laughs> lazy in bed going, What do they know? Oh. Well Jay Meow just said said say orbs. Orbs, 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 Jay Meow, and orbs. he will forgive me. All right. Dude, we are running way over. Let's get this game started. Are you ready? I am ready, and I'm ready to take count on each one, too. Let's All right, do here this. we go. Let's do it. Here we go. Six Good minutes luck. up on the clock. Does it have aim support? It does have aim support. Ooh, we're off and running, guys. Is it multiplayer, or does it have multiplayer support? It does not have multiplayer. Okay. So, single player, aim game. This is, guys, this is huge. I mean, really, how many aim games are single player only? There was that puzzle game that you used. Um, is, <laughs> is it a puzzle game? It is not a puzzle game. Oh, okay. Um, Jamie, how the two dollar tip says, "Don't you fucking tease me like that." <laughs> Alberto, my poem, the game, gato says, "Is it iCarly?" It is not iCarly. Oh, now we lost. Um. Does this have uh, does this have the stuff that cart that uh, Emily Baxter hates more than anything? Is it cartoony? Is it cartoony? It's um, cartoony I'm... graphics. Cartoon graphics. Uh, that sounds, that sounds like a no. Yeah, I don't think cartoony. Cartoony is not how I would describe the the graphics. No, they're not how I would describe the graphics. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Let's let's check in with the chat here. Um, 
Is this a part of an established franchise? Yes, it is part of an established franchise. All right, guys, here we go. I just saw I, I saw a few people in the chat talking about Doom, um, and now uh, so is is it? Let's let's make it simple. Is it a Doom game? It is not a Doom game. Oh, let's, we got we just eliminated two right there. Not Doom. Yeah, Borderlands Two is definitely cartoony. It's cel shaded, so it can't. Well, that's not it. I mean, I guess you did stumble on that question. Does this game have a shit ton of DLC that got added in after the fact? This game does have a shit ton of <laughs> DLC that was added in after the fact. Is it Borderlands 2? <laughs> it is Borderlands 2. Nice. That is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. You didn't beat my record of 7. Uh, I thought you were going to, though. I thought you were going to. What are you going to do? Um, Borderlands 2. Yeah, is that cartoony? I mean, it's. I see where you struggled with it, and uh, and yeah. and I'm glad that I kind of. I mean, everyone was because... saying, everyone was saying, cell shaded, <laughs> and I would have said yes, it is cell shaded. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a mature type of cartoon, right? <laughs> so it's like car, car, yeah, cartoony know. makes you think of Job Simulator or, or Just in Time Incorporated or something. So I totally get that. Yeah, that was really. We've fast. been good at this. We've All been right. good at this uh, lately. Well, guys, it is time to get out of here. Thank you so much for spending part of your Friday with us. I hope you all have an amazing, amazing weekend. We want to make sure we give a shout-out to uh, Miles Dyer, who's running our Instagram account, and, of course, who co-hosted the show with me yesterday. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Sci-Fi GameCat Henry, who's going to add timestamps to this later on. Thank you for still doing it, my friend. Uh, also, uh, we got Jay Meow, who's making sure this thing gets up on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and different streaming services. And, of course, getting that website up and running because, holy crap, I totally forgot about the website until I just said it just now. Uh, i got to get back to that ASAP. Um, and, of course, all the moderators who are doing God's work out there, uh, making sure that the chat runs smoothly, the Discord runs smoothly. So don't forget, guys, Make sure, head on over to Discord. The link's in the description down below. That is where this conversation happens 24-7, and we hang out all the time. So come hang out with us. We love you so very much. AJ, anything you want to add before we get out of here? No, man. Um, just, uh, yeah, everyone have a wonderful weekend. Uh, I got a couple new games for Saturday Night Live streams. I picked up some stuff from the the Hong Kong store. I got Bike Riders VR, um, Toy Toy Clash, Toys oh Clash. Who, who convinced I got you to get that? Was I, convinced you to get that shit? No, no, I just went on a spree. Okay. I got Kowloon's Gate finally. Um, nice. and I got us, uh, what's that people wandering, but that's nice. going to, I'm saving, I'm saving that for October, man. Nice. That's my, that's my first of October stream is, uh, I, people wandering. I demand a seven hour Kowloon's gate live stream, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, guys, if you don't already subscribe to AJ over at PSVR underground, make sure you go check out his channel, subscribe to him. He just hit 6,000 subscribers. We're very, very Woo! proud of him. Uh, let's oh, get him to seven. Day. Big giveaway coming soon. Ooh. I have, uh, it's 6,000. Uh, 6,000 subscribers. Uh, I have six codes I'm giving away. Both uh, three North America and three EU. Didn't forget about my friends over there uh, across the pond. So love you guys. Thank you for the support. You're not going to tell us what uh, game it's for? Not yet, no. Oh, I mean, how much am I supposed to care about that? <laughs> good games. Let's just say really good games that yes. aren't even that old. Alberto Mopam in the chat reminds everybody to please hit the like button. We got to counter off. We got to counter any of the the haters out there. Any of the people who roll by and hit that dislike button. We got to counter the fuck out of those people, because they just who cares about them. All right, guys, let's get out of here. Can we cue the cat?
Cue the cat, Brian, because I want to say have a great weekend to old Darth. He says six, six, six. Scary. Shades of gray matter. Ooh, metal. Uh, <laughs> Ian Stanbridge <laughs> says all squishy codes. Damn it, he figured it out. It's all squishy. I mean, Will likes squishy that game, stuff. so it's be all right. Emily, back to the hashtag mm-hmm. game kitten. I don't know how I feel about have Will. A great night. Johnny No Pockets, aka the Who That Game Cat. Thank you so much, man. It's you know, it's a slow crawl, it's a grind, but I'd rather have quality over quantity any day of the week. Ask Brian. Mick Coles, <laughs> bye bye to you as well. Zach Attack, meow. Justin Cassidy, meow. <laughs> the the Funkadelic Game Cat Station underground on parole well i was late so i'm going to watch from the beginning hope you enjoy it was a fun episode man (laughs) guys son fist bump to you uh lsp2552 beats the musical game cat says ngbr hype yes i couldn't agree more dude next gen's gonna blow us away eventually once they figure out how to share that triple a game i know about i'll let you guys know we'll do it together uh alberto mapal the game gato Thank you so much. He says, almost forgot to hit the like button. Saludos, people. Saludos, my friend. Stay thirsty. <laughs> Go green and game on. Oh, yes, I know. It's all my fault. Uh, Reth is a game cat that sleeps all day. Says, candy love. Candy love. Oh, I yeah. know. And Deborah won. Mm-hmm. Good to see you guys, man. Arashi hype. I want to go check out that patch, too, some more. Play some more of that game. Um... Kramer 3K, the non-VR game cat. Cheers to you, my friend. Have a great weekend. The Fenner, PSVR. What's up, dude? Good to see you. <coughs> oh, my God. Jazzy J, the Terra Mage game uh, cat. The, the cough Thank broke the so immersion. I'm, I was... Oh, the cough broke the immersion. Yep. I, was, I used the mute button. Twitch is a single-player game cat. Um, <laughs> says, one day, AJ will play this game without cheating. Hey, whatever it takes to win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know who said that, but you're fucking cat. awesome. <laughs> that was Twitcher, of course. Oh, of Jay course. Meow, Orbs, Orbs, Orbs. He says, is it Borderlands 3? Oh, by the way, one Ouch. thing you kind of missed uh, was the uh, they showed that new Tina Tina. I wish I kind of I would really wish I was there yesterday with you guys because I would have been jumping up and down about that Tiny Tina's. Uh, it was called like Wonderland or something. The Tiny Tina assault uh, on Dragon Keep was some of the best. It was like almost better than the game itself. Uh, Borderlands 2, and it was fantastic. So super excited about that. I think we will see Borderlands 3 in VR on PSVR 2 one day, and uh, I think we'll get that DLC along with it. Have a great night, guys. I agree.